0: All right.
1: All right. All right. All, all right,
0: right. All right. All right. It's Sunday night.
2: The music's nice and slow. Can you speak into the microphone?
1: Yes. Into if you guys I don't am.
2: open every show like that from now on, I'm going to be disappointed.
0: <laughs> all right. All right. Like all NPR.
2: Right.
1: Well, today we're going to talk yeah. about. <laughs> why did they? NPR. Yeah. Why do they do that? I don't know. It's, it's like balls. Remember that <laughs> SNL? Oh yeah. That was Alex the best SNL like ever. It's like
0: the Bob Ross of radio talk. We're yeah. just going
1: to have a little good time. We're going to put a little happy tree over here. Today, we're going to talk arts and crafts and hunting. Today,
0: we're taking 60 minutes on how to quilt.
1: I'm going to turn my mic up one second here. Yeah, Take turn, the mic for a little.
0: Turn me up, too. Turn me up some.
2: I believe you're just talking about your headphones and not your mics.
0: Yeah. Turn my, f- my headphone. Oh, <laughs> there we go. We're not the technical ones. Test- there we we're testing. Going. There we go.
1: What do you think we are, engineers? I tried doing the engineer role for the first four years of our existence, and it did not work out very
2: well. I thought you did great.
0: I, uh, no. I've i never played the engineer role, but at the State Fair, I shut off my own mic, and we had to find you to figure out what was going <laughs> That's on. That's right. <laughs> yeah, and it was remember. a little on and off switch. If it,
2: if it wasn't for you... It would be a total disaster, honestly, we wouldn't do it. I don't know, man. Like I jumped off the stage as soon as you guys got going and you handled well, most of everything. Well, like, handled. You, you said, turn up this knob. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I do now yeah, I can handle that. Here. I can you know, switching
1: stuff over, fixing a dead mic. That I cannot do. Turning a knob up to five from zero, I can do that.
0: You know what? You should turn your knob to those. Turn your knob to Bob. Oh. Yeah. 106.1mybobcountry.com. Record also that 5
2: and 107.5 and 95.9. So.
0: Whoa, 95.9. We got to put that on the T-shirt.
2: Yeah, that's new. That is new. You got to change that the everything.
0: International Falls up there or whatever? No,
2: that's like Forest uh, Forest Lake. Really? And so it's another metro signal. So if you're if you're having trouble picking up the signal in the Twin Cities metro area, try 95.9. 90, that I got to try We're that because I'll be dead honest with
1: you, and uh I'm not supposed to say this because it's my gonna, radio show. I'm going <gasps> to mute your mic. Go ahead.
2: <laughs> it cuts it cuts in and out of HD by my house in Lionel uh, Lakes. Yeah. Is there a way to turn off your HD I, receiving on your radios i don't have definition i don't have an hd radio but i've been hearing that that it will jump between the two
1: signals it will and so it'll be really quiet and then it'll get really loud and be like a little bit backtracked and then switch back and forth for a while well uh, difficult.
0: thanks to the ownership now we have 95.9 over in the forest lake scandia
1: i I mean i could throw a rock and hit forest lake for me so it should work Well,
0: it is a beautiful Sunday. The humidity has finally gone away. Yesterday it was brutal Mm -hmm. of the humidity and the rain. We had some football, and it was very, very sweaty. And uh, kind of a yesterday was Minnesota bow opener. Um, Good luck to all those hunters out there. I said that in the promo. Um, Hopefully we had some luck. Hopefully hopefully somebody shows on our shout-out. Uh, post if you haven't seen that yet on facebook that they got uh, shot a nice buck or a shot a dough i filled the freezer
1: well i know some of them chimed in like craig rudolph went up for bow opener my good friend barry that you know uh went up for opener it's very weird hunting when it's hot out and i, can't I, do I it. just don't like
0: it i can't do it for two reasons one the mosquitoes and the bugs when you're trying to sit still Mm-hmm. It's not fun, but another thing is, is it to, It's a total different ball game when you shoot a deer, yeah, and it's eighty degrees out and humid, and you have to field dress it, and then you're like, okay, it's go time for getting this yep. processed. Where, you know, in, in that November, you know, you can hang it up in a tree, let it, you know.
1: Do you really believe, like, okay, so there's two schools of thoughts, and we're gonna get into this. My dad uh, was actually – his technical title was food scientist. He worked at Oscar Mayer. He um, would figure out what kind of meats go and everything. You don't want to know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but anyway, he was always of the get it butchered and in the freezer as soon as possible, no matter what. In the freezer. Like butcher it, you know, don't let it – and then you have the the group that's like let it hang for a week yeah. and a half – Maybe a month and a month, let, you know, let every drop of blood drain out of it. And, um, you know, what do you think? What are your thoughts? I
0: am a type of gentleman that likes to hang, uh, because I do like a, you know, four or five days <clears throat> because there's enzymes in the fibers oh, of break the muscles it down. Break it down. that once those drain out and they become like mm, softer, more elastic, it, it makes for a tender meat. And I think, you know, <laughs> this is probably really ignorant thinking, <laughs> but if you heard a loud bang, you tense up and all of a sudden you're dead, your muscles are tense. Like you're <laughs> like, it you know, all of a sudden it just shot blood into every single muscle. Like, like,
1: unless you're down immediately with the shot. Right. But I mean, they
0: still, they still can.
1: How, I mean, if you're dead instantly, how do you know but, it tense up? <laughs> I mean, shut Yo, up. What a
2: dumb thing to say. I think a lot of automatic stuff kind of kicks in. That's where like the DMT in yes. our brains, you know. You DMT don't, is yeah. not a drug of some it sort. It is, but it's also a and natural we, thing yeah. that happens in humans when we die. Well, you yes, hear about the, the adrenaline.
1: Like you don't want the, adre- the, yeah. the adrenaline pumping through them. So that's why a good clean shot is good where they're not, yeah. you know, dying and, and you know.
0: Letting, letting everything happen naturally where, like I said, the enzymes break down, break down the fibers, make the muscles more more soft uh-huh. and uh, well they do
1: hang beef you know oh, right? yeah. it's supposed to be tender so well
0: like a, a they hang beef and they they'll do like a dry age for some of them we will do 30 40 50 60 days
1: see i think my dad was <clears throat> reacting counter to he grew up on a farm and yeah. when they shot a deer they would hang it for a month straight and it almost start going rancid before yeah. they did anything with it mm-hmm. so i think his philosophy is kind of a reaction to that kind of thinking where you let it hang way too long and then it's just well to be honest it is a
0: little gross or weird when they do hang meat because they do have to trim that outer layer off Layer off because it is like molding yeah same with cheese i mean cheese is mold the better that's why i hang my cheese yeah i do too
2: (laughs) well i think we need to have another comp. i mean you guys made a bet last week two deer sam hangs one you don't you freeze it right away and then we all try them live on air taste test.
1: Oh. oh, I like that. First, I have to shoot a deer, and that's yeah. Uh, I'm not it's not good like it's that. a
2: turkey or anything. Yeah,
1: it's Brandon. <laughs> I have the same. That was rude, Brandon. <laughs> it was also very funny. It
0: was, but yeah, no, I I think you know. Speaking of aging meat, have you seen this new craze all the kids are doing? What's that? Butter aging.
1: Yes, I have seen that.
0: Where they literally melt down butter. Mm-hmm. like tons of butter, not tons, pounds of butter.
1: This sounds like it would interest me.
0: And then they kind of let it, you know, come back to form, if you will,
1: mm-hmm. like soften up. Encased and taste it.
0: And then they like literally like push the meat into this like cream, which looks like, you know, it looks like if you melted butter for 11
1: seconds in the. I'm kind of getting hungry as you speak. It's
0: like very spreadable butter for toast. Uh-huh. They push the meat in and they go do, on. They, what they do is they slowly. <laughs> yes, pack the this butter. is where the
1: NPR voice comes in. They slowly <laughs> pack the butter,
0: and they literally will age it in that butter, and then they it gets that darker red color again. But when they slice it, then they they slice it, and that butter and everything goes right into the the skillet. And these restaurants are doing it. It's called butter aging.
1: Um, that would get awfully expensive, wouldn't it? I mean, well, if yeah. you're buying you know 10 gallons of butter it'd be more than well, the mark
0: meat. you're just gonna go to a restaurant that sells it
1: uh i don't think i afford the kind of restaurant do that you a- butter aging their do meat. do you
0: dry age your your meat that you get at costco right now
1: yeah it's in my freezer for two years <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: called freezer burning it and that is also a delicacy <laughs> but uh yeah. Um,
1: yeah i have seen that and in the wonders of TikTok. I learn about all this weird stuff via TikTok. The Chinese government is putting propaganda in my head that I have to dry age meat and butter. Yeah, weirdly, yeah.
2: it's all food related propaganda. But yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm getting a lot of that Maybe too. Maybe they're slowly killing us all. I've think. been really into the outdoor cooking stuff. If you like people oh, cooking on a At fire, fire outside. Oh.
0: with like where they drop like he'll throw up the onion and catch, catch it with it his on knife, the knife and yeah. the woodboard. Oh, oh yeah. and yeah. the sounds are amazing too. It's, well, like, yeah. total
2: ASMR. They call that food porn when yeah. it's like
1: you know it's like slow shots of cutting. Yeah. You know what? That was good. You know
0: what? Um, you guys both need to be very proud of yourself because those those fancy TikTok things that you're on, which mm-hmm. I'm not on, have algorithms. Yes. And the fact that you guys are getting more food than dancing women, uh-huh. I'm very <laughs> proud of both of you.
1: Mine's mostly right-wing conspiracies. Yeah, and, same. Um, food. Yeah, hunting stuff, fishing stuff, and uh, religious stuff. I get the four outdoorsman TikTok shows up on my you page all the time. It's depressing when you see a video go like uber viral and there's no reason for it. And then I put tons of work into something (laughs) and it gets like, 10 views.
0: You know what, Mark? The old saying is it took me six years to become an overnight sensation. So oh. you, my friend, do not give up. I
1: think it really throttles down. A lot of my stuff is uh, <clears throat> like hunting or shooting and stuff. What a great yeah, they term right like there, that. throttle
0: down. It, that uh, was brilliant. Yeah, I
1: really think it's squat. I'm being censored, basically. I'm a big deal.
2: Probably and are. The Chinese yeah. government is You're not shadow banned.
1: letting anyone see my post because it has like shooting. and. All how that come stuff?
0: whenever I go on videos, it's always like telling me how I can lose weight?
2: I don't know algorithm, dude. Algorithm
1: but I, like,
0: do you think I'm googling how to lose weight today?
2: <laughs> no, but you are That's googling butter cased steaks. <laughs> Good it's point.
0: It's
1: butter aged, okay? <laughs> you
0: jicky Jack. There's a <laughs> nice censoring. There's an old PA in Dubay. Jicky Jack, remember those?
1: I remember the one. The highest viewed video we have is just Stu talking about the show. It <laughs> had tried like posting your uh, it had like horse 8, fail? Uh, no, I haven't because that'll go viral. Um, yes, it would, and I should, but um, I kind of already played that out, so I already made money from that post. So, yeah, that's long, hey, long ago.
0: Out of the three of us sitting here, there's only one that could say they made money yeah. on a YouTube.
1: Anyone out there, this is fun. Go, uh, <laughs> this is fun YouTube Sawhorse Hurdle Fail, and that's me from about I don't know 15 years ago. I bet a guy that he couldn't jump over a sow horse. And if he did, I would do it. And he cleared it by a millimeter. And I had tight jeans on because I'm a big fella in construction boots. I knew it was going to be a disaster going into it. But I'm a man of my word. So I just let her buck and I throttled myself.
2: Yeah. It's Hurt. an awesome video. It's good
1: I stuff. had a bruise from my knee to my crotch that was a purple that you can't even explain. It was mm-hmm. bad. Will you try? Try what? Explaining, explaining the purple. that purple. Um, it, it was kind of like... Um, like a like, sad like eggplant. Like a blister, you know, a blood <laughs> blister dries and it's just dark, dark. Really? Yeah, it was, it was weird. Hmm. Anyway, I can still have kids, so that's good.
2: And you're a man of your word, which that yeah. goes Yeah, I along.
1: knew I knew going into it it was going to be a disaster. So yeah. anyway, we got that going we, for us. We went on that
0: rabbit trail talking about Minnesota rabbit Bowl. Rabbit
1: trail? I don't think that's the right word. Rabbit hole. Rabbit hole. Yep. Whatever. We went down that semantics. rabbit hole. Yep. Okay,
0: sorry. That's true. It's a donkey
3: trail. <laughs> I, I just correct you. Sorry. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, we went down that rabbit trail, is what we call them in the afterdoll household. Nope. <laughs> at, talking about Minnesota bow opener. So hopefully everyone's having some good success. I agree with you. I do not like hunting in the heat. Also, if you're hunting at this early, you probably have a good pattern of a deer you know, the rut's not on. Um, and there's just so much – it's so much more fun to be in the woods late October mm-hmm. going into November where that brisk it's hits crisp. your neck and it's like, oh, yeah. man, like you, you the, the sun comes up in the morning – What's at, there's what's been a at couple him?
1: there's been a couple deer openers too where I remember being like, This is too hot. This is yeah. weird.
0: When you have a blaze like you're literally trying to go to Walmart to find a blaze or a but T-shirt. but it's been the
1: other way. I've been so cold I couldn't stand it too. Yeah. So I, I wish like, it would just I'll be perfect. Fly away. Why can't it just be perfect every Thank time you. that I go out? It should be
0: I, I really like twenty to twenty five degree weather hunting the night before. Deer opener. If I could okay, if I could picture paint my perfect scene. Yep. Friday night, I'm getting ready. No snow. It's getting chilly. I walk outside with a short sleeve on. I'm like, ooh, it's gonna be good tomorrow. It gets about 30 degrees, 35 degrees. All of a sudden, in the middle of the night, it goes down to 20. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, we get three inches of snow. Yep. It's 25 degrees, all that opener. That is the best. You could ask for. Can I get an amen?
1: Amen. That was amen. poetic.
0: You want to do some shout outs before we get into our guests?
1: Let's do some shout outs. And just so everyone knows, we have Matt Burke. Hopefully he calls in. Um, but we have Matt Burke <laughs> in our next segment.
0: Matt, if you're listening, please call in.
1: Uh, we have a couple shout outs here. Thanks, everyone, for writing in. Just comment on our post and we'll try to read it on air if we remember. <clears throat> First one's from our friend Chris Keeler. Still spots left in the Pine Technical and Community College Back to School Bass Bash. Sign up this week. Tons of money to be won and support students' success and scholarships. That sounds awesome. Thanks for sharing that, Chris. Uh, Twin Cities Walleyes Unlimited said, hope everyone had a great weekend. Looking forward to our October 6th meeting with Real Real Talk Outdoors host Larry Hanson. That a boy, Larry, for stepping up to that one. Um, Craig Rudolph Jr. says, was up north for the annual bow opener with the boys. No deer shot this weekend, but plenty of memories made. That's what it's all about, Craig. Thank you for writing in. And our pal Jesse Koskanimi, who was on last week, says, lots of bears coming in, still looking for the Giants. He has a picture of five bears just hanging out by a tree. So uh, there's plenty of bears out there, everybody.
0: There is. And he he does get so many Giants. I mean, his... He, he's got, he's in the land of bear. Let's just say that.
1: Where exactly does he live?
0: He's in Nimrod. Nimrod. What a great town name. Yeah, it's great. (coughs) Um, So yeah. So opener.
1: Opener. Yeah. Bear hunting. Yeah.
0: Weather's dropping some fall fishing. We got a lot going on outdoors.
1: Birds are flying. I think uh, pumpkin
0: spice lattes are back.
1: Goose season stopped today until actual (laughs) opener, but.
0: Brandon, what were you going to say?
1: Nothing. Don't worry about. It. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, I think that's it. Hopefully, uh, Mr. Matt Burke, NFL. What what was his title?
0: He was the NFL Man of the Year. Man of the
1: Year calls in, and we'll talk football because we have to. Maybe a little politics. Maybe a little outdoors. We'll see where it takes us. We'll say we'll talk about whatever Matt wants to talk about.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
3: Be the time to check on the jerky these smokers aren't going to tend themselves you're listening to the four outdoorsmen on bob outdoors
4: You've heard us talk about Devil's Lake for quite a while now, and there are many, many reasons why. To think that 30 years ago, Devil's covered about 85,000 acres. Today, that same body of water is over 160,000 acres, and that story alone brings the curious to visit this wonderful place. But it's the no-slot limit on walleyes with five a day and 10 a possession. That's bringing the four outdoorsmen to Devil's Lake as often as we can. Devil's Lake, North Dakota, rated one of the top five fisheries in the entire country. Visit DevilsLakeND.com. and thanks. Hear ye, hear ye. The Second Amendment lives. Crocodile Productions'
5: Gun and Knife Show is back. This Saturday and Sunday at the Stillwater Armory. New guns, old guns, accessories, antiques, and more. Saturday 9 to 5 and Sunday 9 to 3. Only 7 bucks per day. Kids under 12 free with an adult. That's the Crocodile Productions' Gun and Knife Show this Saturday and Sunday at the Stillwater Armory. Details at CrocodileProductionsInc.com. That's CrocodileProductionsInc.com. Clam
3: Outdoors has what ice anglers need for ice fishing this winter. From portable fish traps and pop-up hub shelters to ice armor by Clam Outerwear and cold weather gear to stay warm on those cold winter days. Along with a wide array of accessories, Clam Pro Tackle, Frost Ice Line, rods, reels, and combos, and so much more. Whether you're a hardcore or casual ice angler, Clam has what you need for ice fishing. Check out the full line of ice fishing gear at ClamOutdoors.com.
0: everyone with a boat knows how hectic can be at the boat ramp with all the commotion it is key to get your trailer in and out of the water as quickly and safely as possible that is why we have partnered with boat load mate boat load mate is an automatic boat latch that allows you to quickly launch or load your boat without getting your feet wet with boat load mate the process is effortless check out their website at www.boatloadmate.com or find them on amazon
1: Attention, guys like me that are sick of being tired, overweight, and overwhelmed. I've been going to Everest Men's Health now for about five or six months, and I'm down about 10 pounds. I've gained muscle, energy, confidence. I've started working out, and things are getting better, I'll tell you. I was even featured in an underwear commercial, no joke. I have a long way to go, but uh, I did that. So go to your nearest Everest Men's Health Center. There are three. Tell them the four outdoorsmen sent you. Get a $50 testosterone and body composition test. That's right, only $50. I'm really glad I did, and you should too.
2: Dazeel Heating and AC has let the dogs out. For a limited time, buy two, get one free. That's right, buy a furnace and AC and get a free water heater. If your water heater is getting up there in age, there's a good chance it's the same age as your heating and cooling system. Save on monthly utility bills with new, efficient equipment that comes with a free, industry-leading warranty. Dazeel Heating and AC, serving Wright County and the West Metro. For details, call our comfort consultants or go to DazeelHVAC.com.
4: Getting to know your bait store owner is the first step to catch you more fish. Chris and Steve of Arrowhead Outdoors in Ely, Minnesota are committed to helping you be the best fisherman you can be. They're not only extremely knowledgeable, but they're just about the nicest folks you're ever going to meet. And Arrowhead Outdoors has the best live bait and more tackle with more variety than any place else in the area by far. Stop by once and, like Strewman here, you're going to be hooked. Check them out. Arrowhead Outdoors, the best bait store by far.
6: Ad paid for by the Sentinel Group. Attention, Marines, military personnel, families, and contractors who were stationed at Camp Lejeune. Were you present at Camp Lejeune between August 1953 and December of 1987? You may be entitled to significant compensation. For nearly 34 years, those in the Marine Corps' base, Camp Lejeune, were exposed to contaminated drinking water, resulting in devastating injuries including several forms of cancer, adverse birth outcomes, Parkinson's disease, and more. North Carolina's procedural laws have prevented victims from getting the justice they deserve, but passage of the Camp Lejeune Justice Act of 2022 would allow you or a loved one to file lawsuits seeking compensation for illnesses and injuries linked to the toxic water. Call today for your free consultation, 800-865-1168. Let our experienced attorneys fight to get you the compensation you deserve, and you pay nothing unless there's a recovery in your favor. Call 800-865-1168. That's 800-865-1168. Again, 800-865-1168. Are you or a loved one struggling with drug or alcohol use? Maybe you're not sure if it's addiction or if treatment's needed. If so, you're not alone. According to the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration, 19.3 million people aged 18 or older had a substance use disorder in the past year. Hazelden Betty Ford offers a free confidential assessment. Inpatient, outpatient, and virtual options are available. It's time to take back your life. Hazelden Betty Ford can help. This message sponsored by Hazelden Betty Ford, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and the station.
3: It's Neil here for Zero Res. Well, it's the start of our favorite season in Minnesota, football. But before you invite your friends and family over to watch the big game, you better call my cleaning heroes at Zero Res to clean up all those fumble moments in your home. And like Okay, for you, you can score big this month with great savings. Get 3 rooms pre-treated and cleaned starting at just 139 bucks, and this month take 75 bucks off your duct cleaning. Book online at zeroresminnesota.com or call 952-0res. Broadcasting live from the Barnhouse Exteriors Studios. Go to BarnhouseExteriors.com. Have storm damage? Need a new roof? Go to BarnhouseExteriors.com for a free, no obligation consultation.
0: As always, we couldn't do this without our sponsors, so we thank you to all of our great sponsors we have.
1: Let's list them off. We got
0: Power Lodge, um, we have Devil's
1: Lake, mm-hmm. Clam. Clam Outdoors, longtime partner. Arrowhead Outdoors in Ely, Minnesota, uh, they might be on soon. Um, let's see what else, Boatload Mate, who are you missing?
0: Everest Men's
1: Health. Everest Men's Health, yes, yes, Everest Men's Health. So we're waiting for Mr. Matt Burke to call in, I'm sure he's a busy guy, I don't know, I I hope he calls in soon but until then we'll just wing it because we are professionals
0: we absolutely are professionals and that's why i have about four to five pages of notes in front of me um and the first thing on my list i wanted to talk about was i believe you went to as listeners know we gave out away some we gave away some tickets at the state fair to the live-in Live in foundation yeah and you stopped by there this weekend i want you to fill us in on that
1: Yeah, so I went to the Live In uh, Foundation. PT, uh, from another station, not as good as this one, runs that. And uh, PT is is a good guy. And I believe he had a friend commit suicide. And the Live In Foundation uh, helps support people. Who was his dad? Oh, I... I yeah. should have known that. That's bad.
2: Did you see Neil there? Was Neil there when you guys were there? I didn't see
1: Neil there, no. But um, my coworker, Shannon, who works at Ron Productions, was director of the whole thing. So we gave away some tickets at the state fair, and she was nice enough to give me some tickets. So I took my wife and a friend, and it was awesome. Lone Star played, uh, Lake and Lindale uh, Brandon, you said you actually played with Lake and Lindale. When, tell yeah, us that story. Well,
2: so John Krentz, who is the lead guitar player of Lake and Lindale, he was in my band, Six Wheel Drive, for many years. And then that band became Maiden Dixie, and then half of Maiden Dixie moved to Nashville and became Lake and Lindale, and the other half, like Jesse Becker, is still here in the cities, and then Drew, who is the bass player, now lives in Alaska. But so Maiden Dixie, there still is a Maiden Dixie, but it's a completely different group. And they all do covers. And Maiden Dixie essentially turned into Lake and Lindale. So I know John and Channing very well. like long story short, Six Wheel Drive turned into Lake and Lindale
1: eventually. There was a cool set where Aaron Grand came up and they sang some new songs that they like wrote together. They said they traveled to Florida and like hung out and wrote songs together. And it was really cool.
2: And She's awesome too, Erin Grant. I haven't seen her in a
1: long time. She moved down south too, right?
2: Yeah, Nashville. Last time she was, she was on the Homegrown show not too long ago. But we did a pre-record deal for her because she was only in town for a couple days. So I was like, "You make time to come in the studio. We'll get the show done then." But uh, yeah, Lake and Lindell. I love John and Channing, and then uh, uh, Tyler and Eric. Uh, Eric's the bass player, Tyler's yep. the drummer. Tyler rules. Are they brothers? Too. They all looked no, exactly the no. same. They're not, well they cuz were they dressed all the same. Yeah, yeah I like that they do that. They, they all had like colorful blazers and they all like looked like they were related. And then Channing is the, the standout. She looks different than yep. the, than the boys.
1: So they were really good. I've never heard them play. Lake and Lindell was really awesome.
2: Um just, I would always say like John Krentz, as a guitar player. Mm-hmm. He's a technician, man. He's a wizard. I've played with other people who are more just like guts and feel. Yeah, John's like a perfect marriage of both, like feel, and then just he knows what he's doing. Like he's just technically right. proficient. He's a classically. Are trained you a guitarist. lead
1: guitarist or what? Do you? I've never.
2: I'm a hack guitarist, is what I would oh. call myself. Oh, come yeah, on. Compar- now. Well, but I, that's because I know and have played with people like John, who like I would. Con- I don't. Yeah. E- I don't consider myself a guitarist. He. I play the guitar. I'm not a guitarist. He's so a guitarist. So do you guitarist. do like rhythm
1: mostly or Yeah, what?
2: I mean, I can play like little leads and riffs and stuff <coughs> like that, but Can you play like, like
1: the Fife or the ukulele or something cool like that too?
2: If it's got strings on it, I'll figure it out. Yeah.
1: I do like the that. Fiddle? Like Lake and Lindale yeah. did that like, and Lone Star did too. Like the keyboardists will all of a sudden pick up like some weird instrument I've never seen before. A
2: lot of them are, they're similar, you know, and the, the, the it kind of translates to another instrument. Like if you can play the piano, you can figure stuff out on a guitar or
1: whatever. Right. Know? Nice. So then we saw Lone Star, which <clears> was a throwback. I'll tell you, they have. It's one of those bands where you don't realize how many hits they have till you yeah. see them in concert. They had like ten number one hits.
0: What's the biggest one?
1: Uh, Amaze. Maybe I'm amazed by you. You remember that oh, one? Oh yeah, I just got or goosebumps right there. Front porch looking in. That was a big one. Mr. Mom.
2: A little carrot yeah, a little sippy c- cup, cup of milk. Yeah, little girl. No
1: shoes on wrong because she likes to dress herself. It's a beautiful world. Yeah. <laughs> and Pulling the most beautiful girl me. holding on to them. The view I love the most is my front porch looking in.
2: Tequila talking. Yeah, tequila that's Talkin an old one. That tune. was one of
1: their first ones. And it's also, they played a bunch of songs that they wrote for other artists. Like, really, like they, um, why don't you dance by Leanne Womack? I yeah. guess the lead singer. Oh, that. good song. And then they good do song. some background vocals on the uh, yeah on her version too. It's kind of amazing. Like there's just great songs that other people pass on, and like they write songs for each other in country music. And uh, we should
0: write a song for each other, Mark.
1: Yeah. What should we call it? Hanging meats. <laughs> That's the name of your band for sure. Butter, butter covered meats. <laughs> yeah. Butter aged. That was from the last segment for people that are really confused. <laughs>
0: yeah. We, uh, for all the people tuning in for Matt, um, yeah, I would. we'll call ourselves Butter Aged.
1: Um, but yeah, Lone, like Lone Star was was awesome. It was lightning for a little bit, so we were a little concerned. But yeah, where rain, was that show? At? It, it was, was like in, Plymouth or no? It was the
2: ERX in Oh, Nail um, yep, oh in Elk River. Yep. 10. Yeah cuz I was at the uh, at Rock in the Grove in Maple Grove and okay. that we did get so uh Cole Allen went first then Anderson Daniels and then the Devin Worley band but that's a that's a fun night nice like, It's a great lineup but right after Anderson Daniels last song I got up on stage cuz I was kind of emceeing the event so I was like give it up for Anderson Daniels coming up next the Devin Worley band so don't go nowhere and like as soon as I said that it just started raining uh-huh. but it only rained for like literally a minute it blew right through I'm trying to think of the name of the guy who Played in between
1: different acts. He was just standing on the back of a pickup truck. He's been on a ton of time. Shane Martin. Shane Martin. Yeah. I know he's been in here a few times and Absolutely. he's really good. He was actually my first ever homegrown show
2: was with Shane Martin. So
1: like he was just they didn't have another stage. They just backed up a truck <laughs> and he had like a cardboard sign that said Shane Martin, and he's just playing acoustic waiting for the other bands to set up. That's awesome. So it was really cool. But no, Lone Star was great. They did a great job. Um, it's fun when you see bands that just look like people's dads. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like they all, you know, they all are fifty-year-old dudes. You know, they all had you know Nike Air Monarchs on and like you know Coles shirts, and they were just jamming.
0: Did you see that picture of Kirk Cousins? Yeah, it cold. says this guy's got a million dollars worth of Kohl's cash. <laughs> He's just wearing like a short sleeve button up Hawaiian
1: shirt. So true. That's so awesome. true. No, it was a it was a great show. I'm glad I could go. I haven't been a lot of live music so it was it was it was really fun. I have uh let's see who else. I have a shout out to my son Nick who played in his first football game today in the oh, new yeah. season. First play of the game, pick 6. No. Caught one over his shoulder, a little shake and bake, ran it back maybe 40 yards and brought it to the house. Oh, did he spike it? And my wife missed it because Sam, my youngest, said he had to go to the bathroom. So they walked the entire length of the bleachers and then got there, and he said he didn't have to go anymore. So they walked all the way back. <laughs> so she completely missed the one, like, fantastic play. Yeah, she was really mad. But what? Do you, how mad can you Does be? Does Max play too? Max played too. It was funny. So Max is in first grade, and he had his first game, first play from scrimmage. Defense is lined up. Max is in the middle playing, like, nose tackle, I guess you could say. They hiked the ball. They start running down the field. Not one guy on defense moved. So the kid, like, ran 90 <laughs> yards to the house untouched and unmoved. Like, Max was like, um, are we supposed to do something? Like, we had so no idea. everyone just one. froze. Everyone just froze. Except they the were, running back. Except the running back. They ran right by him. Um, it was fun. But uh, they, they started picking up on it, but it was uh, – it was interesting. That beautiful soup,
0: day. Soup. Did everyone kind of laugh?
1: Yeah, but you know, you can't laugh too hard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cuz you don't want to make it's fun. It's kind of like, "Oh." <laughs> but they got they got the hang of it. They scored a couple of touchdowns. We got smoked, but but they made it more competitive, but uh, James fun. had a game too, didn't he? Yeah,
0: James had a second game yesterday. Um getting out in the fo- football world, it's crazy. My dad came and we were talking about, you know, growing up playing football and tackle football. and um but yeah no james had a good uh, good game our first victory yesterday we're very coach heavy we have like seven coaches which is really nice Mm because we have like i focus on the d line o line with with help of um another coach remy so we have broken up so like i'm focused on the line making sure they're doing their job and it's really fun yeah we played saint francis beat them um It's so. um, What school district are you with? We're playing with the Andover Huskies. Andover. Um, They're all pretty good
1: at football, aren't they?
0: They have actually very very good overall sports program. I mean, last year the boys and girls won state hockey. Um, Good hockey program. Um, They have a new
1: rink that's pretty sweet.
0: Beautiful. And then football program (laughs) is huge too. The Andover Football Association. They have, like, I think they we're seeing like they have 1900 kids in the high school and 300 and some of them play or in the football program and if you go to blaine there's you know twice as many kids and not as much play so it's it's they have a really really good football program and like i said i think sports overall but yeah it's fun seeing them out there and
1: i uh i've been slow playing getting nick into tackle what are your thoughts do you think tackle as soon as possible or what do you think
0: um I don't know. I, I would. I would say I wish I to put James into flag football last year to understand the dynamic of the game and the positioning. Yeah. Um, but he's caught on pretty quick, and it was nice because it's second third grade level, and we're on a team that is ninety percent third graders who all played last year, so that so helps. James, James is
1: still taller than all of them.
0: He's not. He's 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 in there. Like, don't get me wrong, he's in there, but uh, he can. It's nice for him to follow the kids who have played. So. But I'm really excited to watch the Green Bay Packers get wasted tonight by the, the Bears.
1: Yeah, um, they they need a rebound from last week's pathetic, pathetic showing. So I hope they bounce back. I'd say another pathetic or two. But. And uh, the Vikings play the Dirty Birds. Are they still? No, that's the Falcons. They called the Dirty Birds. <laughs> yeah, we the, play Eagles. the Eagles. Would you go to... Uh, Philadelphia, and wear a Vikings jersey and watch a game in the audience. Absolutely. Would you? Well, oh, yeah. you are 6'7 and huge. but I've done it at Lambeau. Did you? In the Vikings stuff? Oh, yeah. I Lambeau, there's got to be a lot of Packers fans. The Eagles are terrible people. So yeah. they, they would throw stuff at you. The worst game I ever went to, I went to a wild game in Detroit. Um, and I had a wild jersey on. I was with three guys that are my size. Nice. Very large. But good looking people were terrible to us. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was kind of fun, you know, yeah. because it's not like I was scared of getting jumped. But people are absolutely awful. That's
0: how it was at Lambo. I slowly like unzipped my jacket, and they saw the purple, and I slowly zipped it back up just because, like, <laughs> you get beer thrown at you, and it's like,
2: I'm it's like, kind I'm twelve. To play the heel, though, if like if you yeah. knew it wasn't going to go too far, or whatever, right. it would be fun to play the heel. Yeah.
0: No, I, I hear you on that. It's I would do. I was young, but I would do it now. Like yeah. I mean, I would go if I had a couple buddies and like like I would go with you if and you wore Green Bay stuff. You know, like obviously if someone just tries to fight me, you'd yeah. probably let them.
1: Yeah, I would. I'd let him get a few shots in before I, you know, stepped in and saved you. But
0: yeah, obviously. I was like, Mark, why are you hitting me? (laughs) That's funny. Uh,
1: Well, I'm bummed. I thought Matt Burke was going to call in. Looks like he um, could not make it. Didn't hear. It's busy time. I didn't talk to him directly. I talked to his press person, so we'll get them fired and we'll have them on next week, maybe.
0: Yeah, and, you know, it's stuff comes up with
1: these campaigns, you know, and. It's, uh, he's, what are you gonna do? We have another great guest on next. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yeah, this guest?
0: This guy is probably gonna stand us up as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can I don't... just talk youth football. <laughs> just joking. This is Aaron Amber coming on. Aaron is the president of Nexus Outdoors. Uh, Nexus owns a like a family of companies. The bigger ones being like Scentlock. Uh, that's scent, a huge one scent blocker yeah scent Lock is enormous mm-hmm. scent blocker which you know started in Minnesota <clears throat> um now
1: in uh it was <clears throat> down south somewhere right yes sir uh what what town scent blocker
0: city oh yeah so just south of scent blocker town it's, I don't know it's south we'll on Aaron will know. 52. Cannon Falls. Cannon Falls. That's it. There it is. That's it. And with, but yeah. So Aaron's a really good dude. He loves the walleye fish. Like, well, good. Loves the walleye fish. And tomorrow we got him on. You know, the night before a big hunt, like leaving for a big hunt, we got him. He's leaving for New Mexico tomorrow to go chase some elk. I hope he shoots (laughs) some. We'll be back with Aaron Amber.
3: Listen tomorrow morning at 7.50 for the next winning keyword in the Four Wheels of Fun ATV giveaway. Oh, sounds good. What time did you say it's going to be? Every weekday morning at
4: 7.50. You've heard us talk about Devil's Lake for quite a while now, and there are many, many reasons why. To think that 30 years ago, Devils covered about 85,000 acres. Today, that same body of water is over 160,000 acres, and that story alone brings the curious to visit this wonderful place. But it's the no-slot limit on walleyes with five a day and ten a possession. That's bringing the four outdoorsmen to Devil's Lake as often as we can. Devil's Lake, North Dakota, rated one of the top five fisheries in the entire country. Visit DevilsLakeND.com. and thanks.
3: outdoors has what ice anglers need for ice fishing this winter from portable fish traps and pop-up hub shelters to ice armor by clam outerwear and cold weather gear to stay warm on those cold winter days along with a wide array of accessories clam pro tackle frost ice line rods reels and combos and so much more whether you're a hardcore or casual ice angler clam has what you need for ice fishing check out the full line of ice fishing gear at clamoutdoors.com If you're like
1: me, you're fed up with the current state of our healthcare system. Video calls, masks still on for some reason, inattentive care. I've found an alternative called Everest Men's Health. They're a complete healthcare center designed for men. In-person, complete health care the way it's supposed to be, done by people that specialize in men's care and well-being. Call Everest Men's Health, tell them the four adorbsmen sent you to get a testosterone check, body composition screen, and medical consultation for only $50. That's a crazy good deal. EverestMensHealth.com. Go check them out.
4: Ely, Minnesota fall fishing is about as good as it gets. And the folks of Arrowhead Outdoors Bait Tackle and Camping Store, well, they're going to be your next best friend. Did you know that more current and past state record fish were caught within one hour of Ely than anywhere else in the state? Steve Redenberg shared that last year a 9-pound smallmouth was caught in that area, and unfortunately, now that one became someone's dinner. Hey, whether it's big fish or maybe fantastic grouse hunting, that's your thing? Head towards Ely, Minnesota and stop by Arrowhead Outdoors on the east end of town. That's Arrowhead Outdoors, the best bait shop in Ely.
1: Total Country, Bob We're back on the Four Outdoorsmen. um I praised Brandon too much. We missed one spot. So I'm going to do the live read right here. Um, right now. Right now. Most of the time, I take out my boat. I'm with my kids or by myself, which makes trailering my boat to process with boatload mate. It's a lot easier. I just drive up my trailer and it latches to the transom to launch. I just back into the water and it gently floats over the latch. It's super easy to use and very simple to install only $129. It's worth every penny. Visit boatloadmate.com or you can buy it on Amazon. Speaking of loading and
0: unloading boats, our next <laughs> guest, you like that segment? That was a good transition. I was thinking like, how am I going to segue? But, uh, my good friend, A mentor of mine, um, a great guy, and a good walleye fisherman. Don't let the the Camo Clothing Company fool you, because this boy can catch some walleyes. Aaron, are you with us?
5: Yeah, Sam. Good, Good evening. How are you doing tonight?
0: Good. How are you, man?
5: Well, doing great glad to uh, take some time and uh chat with you
0: yeah so we have aaron amber of nexus outdoors he's the president of nexus um like i said ScentLock and ScentBlocker blocker <clears throat> are a couple of the bigger names aaron what other brands does nexus own
5: yeah we um have a couple other brands called whitewater fishing and then we also have uh american range system which is a shooting uh, trap company so another acquisition and uh We'll be excited to announce that here in uh, another couple of weeks.
1: Cool, you heard it here first. There's going to be exciting oh, acquisition.
0: Yeah. Nice plug here, and I like, you started the boiling here in Minnesota. We're trying to, you know, all the people are going to be listening and watching out what that acquisition was. So, nice little play there. So, you love to fish, I, I've seen it all over your social media. Um, you, it seems like you target walleyes, but I've seen some pictures. I don't know if it's because you guys sponsor, but you guys, do you do some bass fishing as well?
5: Yeah, I do. I do a little. You know, I grew up on in South Dakota. You know, we were in. Uh, I'm glad of listening and talking to the uh, the Minnesota group today because you know I grew up in the whole Vikings and Twins uh, syndicated uh-huh. network. So, I'll... <laughs> <laughs> So on the Dakotas, you know, we we got a lot of uh, a lot of. Uh, good experiences from some from, from good sports and yeah i grew up in the the central plains in a farming community in south Dakota, and i grew up doing a lot of bass fishing and uh and uh so a lot of jumping stock ponds and and fishing bass for a long time and then you know i grew up uh not too far from missouri river so i started chasing a lot of walleye too at that point in my life so been really lucky to grow up in such a great place of south Dakota and and uh, uh a lot of lot of variety and diversity there so uh it's been well for me
1: hey aaron the missouri river is kind of iconic for just monster walleyes and it's kind of on a lot of our bucket lists uh here in minnesota i know we have a lot of lakes around here but what's it what's it like fishing the missouri river and uh you know what's the biggest one you pulled out of that gem
5: well you know uh i would tell you that to your, to your point the missouri river is classic i mean there's a, a lot of great stories about Lewis and Clark traveling up the Missouri river back in the day. And, you know, that was one of the best things that that happened is when they dammed the Missouri river that came to the Dakotas, I think there's three, uh, three dams in uh, in the Dakotas and it, it just has become such a great place to recreate um, and fish. And so Lake Oahu is probably known for, for the, probably the largest walleyes and, uh, you know, they just had a, a Bassmaster Elite Series uh, tournament up there for smallmouth, believe it or not. So you think about all those waters of the Dakotas and the Missouri River known forever for walleye, and yet the Bassmaster Elite, which is the 100 best fishermen on the bass side, uh, they had a big uh, tournament up there a couple weeks ago, and we actually sponsor uh, Jay Shakura that uh, did well up there. And, and so it's a great not only walleye fishery, but smallmouth fishery, so uh, yeah you know my biggest fish probably up on those waters was eight and change uh but wow. unfortunately you know fortunately i've been pretty close to uh lake erie here so uh, <laughs> a lot of records have gotten broken oh yeah with
0: the- i was gonna say that after mark asked what your biggest i was like well he's over by erie yeah. and he <clears throat> those are even bigger than the Missouri. <laughs> oh my gosh the the walleye that you put on your social media it's like are you kidding me like those are giants. What What's
1: your biggest walleye? The greenbacks, right? Aren't they aren't they a greener tinge of Lake Erie? Yeah.
5: Uh, my biggest walleye actually caught in Nebraska, Lake McConaughey. So there's one. one oh, geez. So, what the heck, Aaron? I, I've been pretty close to it. I caught a 12.62-pound walleye a couple of years ago, pre-fishing the NWC tournament on Lake McConaughey, Nebraska. So that's another great fishery for giant walleye
1: you would never think nebraska is where you would catch your limit walleye but that's that's a great story was it yeah, in like lake a-
5: mcconaughey i mean it has one of those classic you know that's on the, the platte river system and they damn just kind of like the dakotas as they as they dam the missouri river they dam the, the platte river and so lake mcconaughey is is just <clears throat> a great mecca and it has just a great owl wife population and those fish are big i mean i will tell you i fish a lot of bodies of water typically inch for inch they're generally a pound and a half um to two pounds larger Mm -hmm. than the same length of fish in other bodies of water in lake mcconaughey so it's just a Another great fishery. Love love chasing the walleye for sure.
0: It's probably because all the fertilizer drains into the lake (laughs) from all the cattle and corn in Nebraska. I thought when you said you were fishing in Nebraska, it was going to be out of a trough for cattle. They're corn fed. I didn't know they had water. Yeah. So tell us. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, tell us a little bit about you, how, you know, you're the president of Nexus, got some great companies, you know, ScentBlocker, uh, we were talking before the break, was uh, definitely before, or started in Minnesota. And how did you get into where you're at? Tell us, you know, how you started.
5: Well, I was lucky, you know, I've been in the outdoor industry in the last probably 23 years of my life. And, you know, as we started, talking a little bit ago you know i grew up on a farm and ranch and as hard as i worked as a kid you know my dad was really an advocate we played as hard as we we worked and so i had a lot of great times and just you know i remember at a young age just always loving to be in the outdoors Whether there was you know fishing bass and the, the stock are up in the missouri river fishing mature you know uh or if it was on the river bottoms the white river you know hunting big whites so, you know, I always have that in my blood and I got a great opportunity. I joined uh, Cabela's back in, you know, back in, I guess it was 2002. After a little stint, I went to Augustana College in Sioux Falls and did a couple things, and I got a great chance to be with them and spent 16 years at the World's Foremost Outfitters. So, you know, I did a lot of roles there and, and was in merchandising, and, and uh, then I got a great opportunity to come out to Michigan and join uh, Scent Lock. And, uh, and, and, you know, it's I, I love the outdoors. You know, Cabela's was certainly one of those things that we all grew up as kids. You know, think about, you, you know, your listener base up in, up in Minnesota. And, and clearly where I was at, we always lived. It, it wasn't the Sears catalog. I mean, that was fun for oh, yeah. Christmas. Date myself a little bit. But What was more, more even um, infectious was getting that Cabela's catalog. Oh, and, yeah. You know, I just grew up imprinted by that brand and had a great experience there. And, was was able to, to uh, have a great career there. And now I'm in Michigan and, and with uh, Nexus Outdoors and doing the same thing I always loved. And I'll tell you what, once you get in the outdoors, it is really hard to get out of it because of the great people. I mean, Sam, mm-hmm. just like our relationship meeting each other, I mean, we met each other because of the outdoors. Yep. It's that common bond and that passion that we all have as outdoorsmen. There's there's always that connection. to have a great conversation about the one we miss or the big one that we almost got in the boat, or you, you know it. You name the story.
0: Well, it seems like you always get the big one in the boat. It's Mark and I that don't get it in the boat like you. So, <laughs> uh, And I remember, too, and I'm sure Mark does, too, getting that, that Cabela's catalog in yeah. the mail, and the best thing about it was – You know, you could get the Toys R Us catalog and it was like six pages. That Cabela catalog was 150 freaking pages. And you were like, this is going to, I can look at this for three hours. That was the best thing about it. And then they, didn't they do like a fall, a spring, a Christmas? It was, oh, yeah. All throughout the year, you could get that.
1: Well, it was like an event. Like, you know, when you're little and you go down south and you go to Bass Pro Shop, it's like there was, when we were younger, there there wasn't Cabela's just anywhere like they are now. I mean, you had to take a long drive yeah. and it was a day, you know, it was an experience like Disneyland Yeah, driving, you know, going with your dad and walking through the doors. It was, it was a magical experience. I'll tell you that. Yeah, it, it <laughs> for sure is.
0: Um, so Aaron, so obviously ScentLock is probably your number one brand. I'm just assuming, um, you know, obviously everyone in the Midwest is familiar with that brand and you guys obviously have scent blocker as well. Um, Anything new, exciting? I know you guys have gotten a lot into the ozone stuff, uh, some of the sprays, the carbon sprays with the water. Why don't you give us a little bit of, uh, you know, what ScentLock has to offer this year?
5: Well, you know, we're, we're always pushing hard to make sure that we keep, you know, guys and gals in the woods longer. And with that, you know, every year we're, we're pushing the limits on our fabric development. Um, whether it's insulation, whether it's outer fabric, whether it's quieter, whether it's warmer, um, and then to your to you know to what a lot of listeners know is scent lock is known for our, our scent technology. Whether it's absorption technology or scent elimination, you know that's one of the greatest things that you've got to fight when you're trying to kill a great whitetail. And you know it's the eyes which is camo, it's it the ears which is really soft fabrics and quiet fabrics, and then. At the end of the day, it's about the nose. And so we continue to evolve our technology. And as you guys both know, you know, um, Mark and Sam, you, you can't kill something if you're not in this tree stand. So mm-hmm. whether it's, you know, heated vests that we've been offering to keep you in, in the stand longer, whether it's loft Gold technology, which is 20% warmer than any any insulation technology out there, or it's the fit of our garments. I mean, we just strive every day you know, to make sure that that outdoors man or outdoors woman has the best garment. So they're, they're not worried about being warm or being comfortable or being quiet or beating the noise, the, no, the nose of the deer. They're out there to enjoy themselves and really battle, if you will, um, the species that they're, that they're after. So while we're excited, you know, for this fall season, uh, we're just on the brink of it right now, and uh, a lot of new products out there that uh, we have offering. So I challenge anyone, if they want anything new, come check out scentlock.com, or, you know, we have Cabela's, um, they're Rogers, and and uh, uh, Oatana. Woodbury, um, too. So a lot of places to get to our brand, even up in your next to the woods, uh, where you have a lot of listeners today.
1: Yeah, Aaron, um, so both seasons started this weekend, so we're all very pumped about that. Um, besides getting premium, um, you know, scent lock garments, which are obviously very important. Do you have any tips for our listeners on, um, you know, especially bow hunting, how to not be smelled by a deer or how, how do you prevent, um, you know, getting busted basically by a deer? Uh, Do you have any tricks since you're pretty much an expert on that whole genre?
5: Yeah, I mean, I'll be pretty simple um, with with the listeners. I mean, being unnoticed in the woods takes some work. I mean, no matter what technologies we have, I would tell you, you you always have to hunt the wind first. I mean, that's the first advice I give Mm -hmm. all the listeners today is to make sure whatever stand location, whether it's an evening location or a morning location, that you really play the wind and you're smart. And because this, this whole game of, Chase and Whitetail, especially opening season, you know, you want to make sure that you don't you don't knowingly uh, go into this, this blunder zone, which is being sloppy about how you go about hunting. So play the win, number one. And then number two, you know, take care of your body. Make mm-hmm. sure you, you get all the, the bacteria off your body. That is where all a lot of the scent comes from. Take care of it. Take a shower. Make sure you prep your clothes. And, you know, certainly we're having a conversation about our brand, so I'd love you to be in ScentLog mm-hmm. or scent block, which has odor finding technologies. So, I mean, doing those all those little steps, if you will, and I will tell you um, trying to um, minimize the variables that can get in your way. So certainly all those things I mentioned and obviously practicing and being a good marksman, and um, it, it'll all come together, but it's a lot of little things that you need to do uh, that will certainly set up success.
0: Yeah. And Aaron, you know, what I uh, appreciate about you is you'd not only talk the talk, you walk the walk. For example, you're leaving tomorrow to go to one of the, you know, most sought after destinations of elk hunting and that's New Mexico. Um, and I know that you're probably practicing your butt off. You got everything ready. And like you said, the three senses that you're trying to beat on a deer, on a elk even, um, uh, you got to be pumped that you're leaving tomorrow the night before a big week of elk hunting you I mean you got to be jacked right now
5: yeah i, I certainly am guys I, I, i'm excited and you know for for those uh, of of y'all on the on the phone and and certainly the radio listeners have got a chance to be in the elk woods in september it's magical and i think it's magical because a they're big critters um and number two, not a lot of us get to do it. I mean, I think about where I grew up and your listener base and in Minnesota, even in Michigan here, we just don't have a lot of access to, to to hunt elk. And we typically have to go out west, and those tags are harder to get. And I mean, I, I can't tell you how excited I am to get in the woods and hear that first elk bugle, um, because those mornings are just so special. You hear those elk coming up the hill. You got a big herd bull pushing cows up the hill, and you hear that bugle, and it just literally makes the hair on your arms and the back of your neck <laughs> stand bet. up, and there's just no better feeling.
0: Yeah, man, I've been there, and it's it it's remarkable, and I'm excited for you. <clears throat> well, Aaron. We uh, are going to wrap up here, man. I truly, truly appreciate you uh, coming on and spending some time with us. For all the listeners, please check out Scent Lock or Scent Blocker. It's the best in the business. Um, listen to Aaron on what he said about preparing yourself for the woods. Aaron, we wish you nothing but safe travels and good luck this week, and I hope to see some pictures if you get a good one, and maybe we'll have to have you on again in a little bit to uh, share us a success story. So you be safe, and, again, I really appreciate you coming on, man.
5: Yeah, thank you, Sam, and thank you, Mark, and uh, mm-hmm. go Vikings and go Twins, and everyone have a safe <laughs> and successful fall. Yeah, right.
0: thanks, Aaron. Man. Take care, man. I tell you what, yeah. he he talks the talk but walks the walk. He's a great guy. You could talk to him forever, as yeah. you can see, and he's super knowledgeable. So he's a guest that we'll have to have on again. So when we have some more time, so
1: well, that wraps it up. We did it. Go pack, go go Vikings
0: tomorrow, and oh, uh, thank you. Yeah, so share the love. Have a good week. Hopefully people are still getting in the stand later this week, and during the week the weather is going to be dropping. So if you can get on the stand, get out there. If you can get in the last fish, try and do it. But in the meantime, have a safe week, and my buddy Mark has something to say.
1: Get outside and make some memories.